Talk of the Town is a public service program produced by Midwest Family Springfield, airing Sunday morning on 92.7 WMAY, 98.7 WNNS, 97.7 WQLZ, and 102.5 The Lake. The mission of the show is to provide you with new information on the great organizations and great people in the Springfield area who work hard to make things easier for others throughout our community and to make Springfield a better place to live. The intent of this program is to be timely, topical, to entertain and to inform talk of the town this is trent nelson good morning we are so happy to have you as always here where we speak to the movers and shakers around springfield sangamon county central illinois and we figure out what's going on what is the talk of the town this week we have the wonderful lou bart of YMCA, and he's here to give us a larger, broader explanation of what does the YMCA have to offer each and every person across the capital of Illinois, as well as the surrounding areas. You can hear some of his other interviews on our other interview programs. Then we have Tara Nickerson, another great friend of the program. She is with the Illinois Special Olympics. And she's got more stuff to keep us up to date about. We're always thankful when she comes down and lets us know how we can all support those members of our community who need us. And finally, today we have PGA Pro Mike Logsdon. He works for the Springfield Park District as well. And if you're interested in striking that tiny little ball, well, we've got... Some news for you from him. We are grateful for him and for the rest of our guests. So sit back, relax. This is Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town, Trent Nelson, and we are here with an individual who graces our hallways all the time. This is our first time getting to know each other and be warned. We've become fast friends. <laughs> Mr. Lou Bart of the local YMCA, Springfield YMCA, here joining us this morning. Thank you for coming on today, sir. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Trent. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. The Y is, as we spoke about off microphone, it's community stalwart. It has existed in Springfield uh, in various different places, of course, uh, for decades. A century and a half. 15 next year, decades. Next year, 150, I should mention that earlier, 150 years we'll celebrate in Springfield. Wow. 150 years. 150 years in Springfield, 15 decades. That is a reason to come on in itself. But <laughs> we have more to discuss. For those who think that they know the YMCA because they listened to the village people or because they drove by. Would you please explain to everyone, Mr. Bart, what the YMCA is, what it provides the community, and why the community should care? Sure. Well, I think it's interesting sort of as you brought up. The YMCA is many things to many people. And it's, it's kind of what you give and what you want and what you take from it which it makes it really a great place um, for the community. So, you know, we have people think about it's a gym and swim, you know, weightlifting and some exercise classes, and that's great. There are a lot of, you know, tens of thousands of people that 
go to those classes and participate in that. And, you know, we have the jocks that come in, do their thing, leave. You know, I'm not really that concerned about soccer or other programs. But then, you know, the programs that we provide for the community and the youth are really quite vast. You know, we have a huge soccer program. And as we talked about, soccer is, you know, great place for kids to start. They learn good life lessons, teamwork, you know, how to deal with uh, defeat, how to be great. Uh, you know, we always say we, we teach them how to be, how to play and be great players, you know, play well. So, you know, we teach those same skills in, in all the different sports we have. We also run summer camps. We've got basketball. We've got like football. We've got swim lessons. You know, so a lot of a lot of people will say, "Oh, I learned to swim at the Y." And if you talk to probably ninety percent of the people, they'll say, "I learned to swim at the Y." So all those experiences, you know, are are really great. And and we've got the popular adult programs now, like pickleball. So pickleball, we have uh, in the morning and the evenings at both YMCA's. It's wildly popular as you know, right, and continuing to gain popularity. And the great thing is, you know, I just talked to a 70-year-old member who hadn't played pickleball, you know, a year and a half ago, and she's out there every morning now, and she's loving it. And it's a great thing. We've got a guy who's, I think he's 80 now, uh, who's a really aggressive pickleball player, you know, that I talked to. So it's a great place for people sort of, as you go like to the wise, you'll see all ages, all groups, you know, people on the swim teams. You know, we've got a, a very great swim team program aside from our swim lessons. So people graduate up through those programs, and, and you know, it means a lot. They're community programs. They've, they have their groups. Soccer has their group. You know, swim team has their groups. It's, it's a great experience. It strikes me and brings a smile to my face when I hear you talk about some of the older members, right, finding new passions and and all of a sudden really diving into something that they have found that they didn't know brought them joy. And we should all be so lucky. Yeah, it's, it, and it, it works that way really across the different groups. So we'll have kids that go through the different swim lessons and then they might become a lifeguard. You know, almost all of our lifeguards came up through our swim lessons. Some of them were on a swim team, so they may graduate up to the swim teams. And then there's different levels in the swim team to the competitive level, too. So it's a very elite group. But if you watch those kids, you know, the dedication and then the parents, the community that surround them and support them is fantastic. Same as the the soccer programs, too. I'd say also beyond that, what a lot of people don't know are the programs that we do out in the community, you know, to help better the community. So we have a fundraising program that we do every year. It's called the Strong Kids Fund. And what that does is that provides funds that then we use for underserved, at-risk kids, kids with diverse abilities to be able to do things like go to summer camp, play in the sports leagues, and have a safe place to play and learn after school. We run eight different after school programs throughout the area. A lot of people don't know about that. And so for the people that can't afford any of those programs, we have this fund. So we want to make sure that it's accessible to everybody and other things that we do. So this summer, you know, we were really involved in food giveaway programs. And, and then we helped out a lot when the power was out here for, you know, we opened up our centers, our clubs for cooling centers. We distributed food, water, snacks to people, really helped out a lot of people. I think 
Um, we distributed over 2,000 produce boxes this summer. We did 300 gallons of milk, 300 dozen eggs. Um, we did 300 uh, meat certificates during the power was out to help people replenish their pantry. So we had seniors that were shut-ins, and we took it to senior centers, and we delivered it to their homes you know, when we had those sources available with our partners. So we're out there really help building the community, not just, you know, running a weight room uh, or having a pool, So, which are great things and high quality for the community. But we do all those other things, too, really. Of course, we're not trying to downplay swimming, basketball, all of those things, of course. But it is worth noting everything you just said, because that is a grand outreach. Mm -hmm. That is not just a singular program. Those are varied, interconnected programs which seek to bring in individuals to participate however they should choose mm -hmm. um, and to provide, as you noted, a safe space, which in all honesty, all people need mm -hmm. in some matter, means, or form. So we appreciate that, Mr. Barr. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson, here with Lou Bart of the Springfield YMCA. Mr. Bart, you're fantastic and we're thrilled to have you on. Would you tell our audience where they can go to enjoy the YMCA? Which locations, which club locations are two. available too? Yeah, so we have two uh, Ys in Springfield. One's on the west side, 4550 West Isles. And then we have our downtown location too which is at 601 North 4th, 4th and Carpenter. Can't miss it. And uh, so, you know, we can become a member. Throughout the year, we have different membership specials, not one right now, but it's never a bad time to join the Y. And there are a lot of benefits that come with membership, too, that we also don't uh, necessarily always talk about. If you're a member of the Y, you get early sign-up for kids' sports programs. There's discounts, discounts for camp. You can save significantly for summer camp, which is really popular. Obviously, in the summer, and a lot of those fill up fast. Um, we're going to be opening up our, our summer camps, you know, at the first of the year. So that'll be an opportunity. But members get to save on that. Members get to save, uh, get early registration for soccer. And one of the cool things, if you're a parent, from young child, as a member, you get free child parent swim lessons. So up to age three years old, you get a swim lesson with you and your child. Those are free. Those fill up fast, too. So I would encourage people to go on our website, check those out, and um, sign up for those. Those open every session. What's the website again, That's sir? SpringfieldYMCA.org. Brilliant. Brilliant. We love that. And uh, think about it, listeners. What's better than learning how to swim? Learn how to swim with your child, swimming with your child, and, and those bonds that we develop as we learn things together and are vulnerable together, are uh, they're brilliant. They bring us closer together. Lou Bart, Springfield YMCA, thank you for coming down and spending some time with us this morning, thank sir. Thank you, Trent. Pleasure's all ours. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson. Go enjoy the local YMCA. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson, and we are joined here this morning by our good friend, a return guest, as always, uh, Tara Nickerson. Thank you so much for coming down and joining us from the Special Olympics this morning. Thank you so much for having me. I always appreciate the invitation. 
Well, it's an open invitation, as you well know, because <laughs> things are always occurring with the Illinois Special Olympics, and we need to know about it, as do our listeners. Well, we appreciate that very much. Thank you. Absolutely. Before we get to what is coming, I believe we need a bit of a recap regarding the wonderful Cardboard Regatta. Yes. And and tell us, please, about how the community supported it so much. It was an, an amazing day. So it happened on the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And uh, we had 13 different boats that were built by people who were very brave to try and build a boat out of cardboard. It was so much fun to watch. We had boats that sank and we had boats that probably could have, they probably could could still be out there today because they were so well built. It was really awesome. And the community came out in a big way. We had a huge crowd at Sheedy Shores Wine Garden. We raised over $10,000 for Special Olympics Illinois, which is going to be huge. I mean, it, it makes such a difference for our athletes to be able to have really high quality competitions where they can show what their abilities are and how talented they are and how dedicated they are to practicing and developing their athletic skills. So it was it was amazing. We are just um, so proud of the community and the way that they continue to support us. It is absolutely a testament to not only how remarkable and important the work that the Illinois Special Olympics does, but what support the community offers. It's breathtaking. You know, one of the things that we have noticed is that the minute anybody exposes themselves to what we do in terms of, you know, volunteering at a competition or even just coming as a spectator and seeing how amazing our athletes are, they immediately get on board with the mission. You know, it is one of those things where once you've watched um, our athletes compete and you see what they're capable of, you want to provide them with as many opportunities as possible to do it. That's why we offer 18 different sports that our athletes can participate in. So we recently had our bowling competition. We recently had, just last weekend, volleyball skills competition. A lot of those athletes who got gold at our local event are going to go on to the fall games, which are going to be held in Rockford in October. So there are, I think, you know, probably 20 plus athletes from this area that are going to get to go on and compete at that level. And it's exciting to see what they've accomplished and what they're still going to accomplish at that state level uh, later in October. Absolutely brilliant, and we can't wait to hear about that, have you back on so we can recap how that all has gone. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the things, if you don't mind, I'd like to just mention right now is if anybody listening knows of someone with an intellectual disability, and and I want to clarify that, you know, oftentimes people kind of assume, okay, Special Olympics is for people with Down syndrome, but that is definitely a misconception. We have extreme high functioning athletes and then we have athletes who really face a lot of challenges when it comes to their disabilities but our focus is on their abilities what they're able to do and we have divisions in our competitions that are designed for athletes of varying abilities and that's what we celebrate so 
coming up in the winter time, we get into things like our basketball season. So we'll have a huge competition for Region H athletes in basketball, and even even athletes who maybe don't have the ability to compete on a team and play the game of basketball. We have what's called a basketball skills competition, which really just puts them in divisions with people like themselves who have abilities like themselves, allows them to compete at things like dribbling and shooting. So maybe they can't play the whole game, but that's not, you know, that's not going to exclude them from our activities. We have competitions designed for all different levels of ability. So if anyone knows an athlete that fits into the category of having any type of intellectual disability, it could be autism, it could be so many uh, number of things. They can compete, and we would love to get them hooked up with a team. All they have to do is go to our website at uh, soil.org, which is S-O-I-L-L.org. We can get them hooked up with a team. They can start practicing now because a lot of those basketball teams are going to start practicing now or practicing on their skills. And then they can compete in the wintertime, January, February, it's going to be a neat opportunity for those athletes who've never or people who've never been exposed to Special Olympics to kind of get their foot in the door, see what it is we do, see if they enjoy it. And you would just be amazed at what happens in terms of the excitement and the bravery and the strength that our athletes show. So if you know somebody who fits into that category and you want to get them involved, it's very, very simple to do it. We'd love to get them connected with an agency that has a team and get them started. And if an individual is listening to this right now and might know somebody with an intellectual disability, but also, as you noted, might have gotten the spark of, I want to participate. I want to see how this works. I want to try to help. Where can they go to sign up for that? The same website? Absolutely. Same website, soill.org, and you can become a volunteer. You can see a list of events where you can volunteer. If you want to become even more involved, maybe you want to be a coach or an assistant coach. We're always starting up new agencies. As a matter of fact, we're talking to somebody here in Riverton where Midwest is located, and, and we're getting some more activities started in this area. So there are tons of different opportunities to get involved. You know, even if you just want to start by coming to a one-day event and being a volunteer and see if it's something that interests you, maybe you love the sport of golf. Maybe you're interested in equestrian activities. Maybe you love volleyball. Maybe you love basketball or even just bowling. We can get you hooked up with an agency that does that sport or we can help you get one started so that more athletes have the opportunities. And so we would would love to connect you in any way. All you need to do is go to that website. Very simple navigation. You'll be able to find what you're looking for in order to get more information. Give us a call. Send us an email. Fill out a form online to show you're interested, and we will get you connected. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson, and we are here with Tara Nickerson of the Illinois Special Olympics. Always pleasure to chat with her. We're talking about cardboard regatta results, how you can participate if you know anyone who might fit wonderfully in with the Illinois mm -hmm. Special Olympics in terms of participating with skills or in games, you can go to the website, soill.org. So, Tara, what 
great events are coming up that people might say, well, I got to get to that one. That'll be my first one. We want to let people know we have our trivia night coming up on December 1st. So that's a Friday night. We have a huge trivia night. We'll probably have 300 people there. You could get a team for trivia. You can uh, purchase a table or sign up as an individual to participate. If you're somebody who thinks, I have a passion for this organization, but I'm not necessarily an athletic person myself, that's another great way to get involved. Help us with the planning and executing of these types of fundraisers. We're always welcoming volunteers. So you can give us a call. I can give you the number 217-791-7291. If you are driving and you can't write that down, just go to our website and look up Region H. That's where we're at. And I would love to get you connected with us in another way. I mean, maybe maybe you're a great leader or somebody who has a lot of contacts in the community and you want to be on, on one of our planning committees for events like our trivia night. I'd love to get you involved and see how you can contribute to the mission and vision of Special Olympics. Tara Nickerson, Illinois Special Olympics, we are so happy to have you down this morning. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Trent. Absolutely. Lay of the land, this is Trent Nelson. Go out and enjoy the Illinois Special Olympics and bring somebody that might enjoy it with you. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson, and we have a very special guest who is something of a big deal around town. He is Mike Logsdon. Uh, He works for the Springfield Park District. He's a PGA golf pro. Have you ever met a PGA golf pro? Well, you're about to hear one speak to us this morning. Mike, such a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for coming down. My pleasure. The pleasure is all ours. Golf is quite a difficult game. There are many wonderful quotes I could bring out about it. Uh, Winston Churchill has one. An ineffectual endeavor to put an insignificant pellet into an obscure hole with inadequate tools. It is quite a challenge, that Scottish croquette. Very much so. That, I suspect, from having spoken to others who love the game, that's one of the great draws of it, is that it's nearly impossible to get very, very good at it. Yes, it's very difficult to... I've always explained to everybody there's usually two ways. It was a gift from God that you can do what you do, or uh, you have to put it, spend a lot of time in the dirt practicing getting better that way. So, Well, both ways seem fun. Yes. And again, we're thankful to have you down here this morning with us. Before we get back into the nitty-gritty of personal golf ambitions, how does the Springfield Park District enable ambitious golfers of any age to practice, own their skills, or just maybe have a bit of fun? We are very fortunate to have four golf courses in the area. We have Lincoln Greens, Bun, Bergen, and Passville. Two of them are nine holes, Passville and Bergen. Lincoln Greens and Bun are 18 holes, so most of our customers that have the time, they'll play the 18 holes. Everybody has their favorite, so to speak. Practicing Lincoln Greens has their only driving range. All of them have putting greens, but we do a lot out at Lincoln Greens to help you get better as a golfer or to inform you on the different ways you can become better. Well, you'll forgive us for asking you to spoil that. What are some of the things that you help people with? 
Well, first off, we have our driving range out there. We have, oh, let's see, there's Linda, Bob, Lance, myself, Mark, and there's another gentleman from Decatur that comes over to help some of the younger golfers. So we have a wide variety of golf pros that can help you in that aspect to get better, uh, offering uh, just your normal lessons, short game lessons, putting lessons, on the course, understanding how to take what you learn out on the drive range and take it to the golf course so you can score better. We have numerous leagues that we offer. We also do personalized club fitting, so we're going to make sure the correct clubs, no matter what it is, is in your hands, whether we offer demo days or fitting days from different vendors, or myself, I do all the fitting and stuff for the customers when they come in when they don't have the time to sign up for that, so... So it sounds as though the Springfield Park District is dedicated to getting everyone out there enjoying themselves, no matter what their skill set or skill level, as long as you have the ambition. Ambition and fun. There we go, ambition and fun. You heard it here first, folks. Get out there. Get on the green. Get the proper shoes, though. You don't want to be tearing up the ground. Go have some fun, okay? Right. We can only get better by making ourselves a bit vulnerable, maybe, you know, spraying one into the trees, okay? Or your friends might laugh a little bit when you play along with you, so have some fun that way. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? Have a bit of a laugh at them afterwards. No That's big true. deal. No big deal. We're all buy around for you. We're all friends here. <laughs> absolutely. Exactly absolutely. So so Mike, how did you get into golf? Uh, I grew up in Florida. I was fortunate enough. My parents had moved from a lake house to a new community at that time. I won't say what century that was. But, <laughs> um, I grew up on a golf course, so when I was about three, my dad took me out there when he'd play, uh, and I just started from there. I couldn't get enough of it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So for anyone out there who just likes being outdoors, hanging out with their family, swinging one of the clubs around, there might be a future in it for you. You never know. And you might find it will hook you for life because a lot of sports that the younger generations are playing, they realize at a certain point in life that's over with because you just your body can't do it. But with golf, you can play all your life, you know. I had an enjoyable time leading up to my father passing away, but we got to play golf numerous times, and I missed that, but uh, it was a lot of fun. He helped me along the way. Golf is a means of connecting with our family members, with our friends, with our community. Never too young, never too old. This is true. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson. And Mike, before we let you go... When can people come down to the golf courses to see you? When can they sign up? Is there internet stuff that yes, they could if, do that will help them? If they don't know uh, one of the courses' uh, direct phone, you can go on springfieldparksgolf.com, and we have a whole web page for the golf. It'll allow us to get emails from you that direction. It'll give phone numbers everything. It'll give our hours of operation. It'll give our rates, what events as far as tournaments or outings that are going forward. We've increased our league play so much this year. It's pretty uh, phenomenal on the support that we've been having at the golf courses. 
get out there, go have some fun. You might see Mike Logston there. There's a very good chance. Good chance. Well, we're happy to have seen him here this morning. Thank you for coming down and joining us, sir. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Talk of the town. This is Trent Nelson. Go have some fun outdoors. Maybe pick up a golf club while you're at it. Thanks for listening to Talk of the Town. We'll be back next Sunday morning. Talk of the Town is a public service of Midwest Family Springfield. If you have any questions about today's program or previous programs, contact the show at MidwestFamilySPI.com slash Talk of the Town or call Midwest Family Springfield at 217-629-7077.